Grace and mercy and peace be with you from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Over the last four weeks, and now this being the fifth week, we've covered a lot of ground in the book of Psalms. If you've been with us during this time, I've been encouraging you on a daily basis to get into the book of Psalms and, and to read a number of Psalms every single day. Uh, today, we are in Psalm 118. And over the course of reading the Psalms, perhaps you've noticed, or if you've picked up on what I've been uh, teaching you, there are different kinds of Psalms, uh, different sort of, uh, 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 different types of literary genre, I guess you could say. Um, for example, last week, the Psalm that we looked at was a prophetic Psalm. It, it looked forward in advance to the coming of the Messiah. Uh, the week before that was a lament psalm, which means it, it, it's a psalm all about uh, kind of bringing your grievances to God and, and letting him know your honest feelings about things. Today, uh, this psalm, Psalm 118, is technically classified as a liturgical psalm, which means that it was a psalm that was used um, and sung as a song by the people of Israel as they gathered together for regular worship. Actually, in particular, Psalms 113 through 118 uh, were psalms that were all sung during the annual Passover event. Uh, and so these were, these were psalms that kind of recounted God's goodness to the people of Israel as it began in that, in that Passover event, as they celebrated annually. So Psalm 118 was, it was a song that was sung by the people each year as they gathered uh, to celebrate the Passover. And Psalm 118 begins with these words. This is verse 1. Let me read it for you again. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, and his steadfast love endures forever. Plain and simple, right? Give thanks to God. And as we talked about last week, it, that, that Lord in all capital letters, that's the proper name of God, the, the creator God, right? Give thanks to this creator God. Why? Why? Because he's good. He's not bad. He's good. And his goodness is for you. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good for you. And we know, we know that he's good for us because it goes on and says his steadfast love endures forever. At different points uh, in, in my time with you, I've taught some of you a, a Hebrew word, uh, different Hebrew words, but I'm going I'm to teach you one. Maybe you've heard this before. It's this Hebrew word chesed. Chesed. And, it, and it's, not, it's not chesed. So I want you to turn to your neighbor and practice saying this word. If you have a little nasal congestion, it'll help you say it. Chesed. Chesed. And, and that means steadfast love or, or loyal love. It's a love that just, just is. God's love just, it just always is. It never changes. It never fades. It never falters. It just, it just is. And this psalm, it reiterates this, this forever love of God when it says his steadfast love endures for how long? Forever, right? Forever. This is an image of forever love. Expansive love. It's the love that, that God embodies. It's, it's the love that created all that exists. It's the love that was for Adam and Eve before they fell into sin, and the same love that was for them after they fell into sin. The love of God that called Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and the nations to be his very own. 
That same love of God that called Moses and Elijah and David. That same love that came to us in the flesh, in the person of Jesus Christ, love that died and rose. That same love that is given to you freely on account of Christ every single day that you are alive. This is God's love, his forever love for you. I can't really imagine forever. I've tried and I can't, can't get my mind around it. I can't imagine, I can't imagine really, really far that way and, and really, really far that way, but that's about as far as my mind can get. As I told the kids during the children's lesson, kind of one of the best images I can think of this expansive, vast love of God is to imagine myself on a boat out in the middle of Lake Superior with water in every direction as far as the eye can see. And just, just me plop down there. This, this vast love of God that goes as far as I can see and as deep as it can go, and it is the thing that surrounds me and fills me and, and holds me up. That vast, vast, eternal love of God. And it is here for us forever. Psalm 118 verse 1 starts with this example of this vast, eternal love of God. But as it progresses along, that general love of God becomes even a more specific love of God. And Psalm 118 goes on, and I want to focus now into verse 24, where the psalmist says these words, This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So the psalm moves from this idea of a very vast, eternal, forever love of God to a very specific love of God that is good for us when? Today. This day. This day, right, right now. That vast love of God is here, right now. I'm sure that there are some days in your life where it feels more like other, where it feels more like God created it for you than other days. I'm sure there are some days in your life that feel more like God has created them for you than other days do. On the days perhaps where you're, I don't know, if you're on vacation camping and you're uh, uh, beside a lake and you wake up early in the morning with a cup of coffee and the sunrise and the birds chirping and all is calm and quiet, you enjoy a relaxing day that ends by sitting around the campfire to the sun setting and the peaceful birds chirping into the night. On those days, it's easy to rest your head at night and say, wow, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. But on other days, for those of you who are battling different diseases right now and you're spending your time with doctor's appointments and hospitalizations, you might be saying to yourself, when is this going to be over? When, when am I going to be done with this? When do I get to be out of here? I tell you today, even in those moments, God in his infinite wisdom and love has created that moment, that day, for you, for you to rejoice and be glad in. For those of you who are parenting and raising young families right now and you're running from this thing to that thing and then back again into the other place and then you lay your head down at night and you wake up the next morning and you think to yourself, did yesterday even happen? 
What, what, just, what just happened? Did I, did I live a day yesterday? The truth is, yes. Yes, you did. It was, it was the day that the Lord made for you. Did you acknowledge it? Did you see it? Did you rejoice in it? It was for you. Some days, some moments of our lives feel more like the days that the Lord has made for us than other ones do. And it goes even further than just days, but even down into the moments of life. Some moments we feel more like God made for us than others. Yesterday, uh, I, I ran the 10-mile canal run in Hancock as I, uh, as I do each year. And, and it starts out at McLean State Park on Lake Superior. And uh, I got out there early in the morning. And before the race, I, w- I went up, I took a little jaunt into the woods and was up on a bluff overlooking Lake Superior. And I thought, wow, what a beautiful morning, Lord. Thank you for creating this day for me. A little bit over an hour later, at about mile nine, as my legs were aching, I said to God, you know what, we could just be done with this any time now. <laughs> you know, let's uh, see if I can speed this up so, so we can be done soon, right? There are some moments in our lives, some days in our lives, where we, where we get that sense that God created it for us, and sometimes we're just not so sure and not so grateful. When in reality, it is that steadfast chesed love of God that creates every single one of them. This day, and yesterday, and tomorrow, and every moment in between. The longer that I live, and the more time that I spend with people in difficult situations of life, the more that I realize the the beauty and the reality of living life in, in those moments, in living life in the moments, but also at the same time in the vastness and the eternity of God's love. To, to bring that vastness of God's love right into the moment, I, I've learned the beauty of that kind of daily attitude. As I sit by the bedsides of those who are waiting diagnoses and I hold their hands and I pray with them, I remind them, even In this moment, when you take breath and nourishment, this moment, this one, this is created by God for you to live and move and have your being. As I hold the hands of the dying, I remind them and their families who are there with us that this moment, this moment, this moment is a gift from God. This moment. God is a God who is present in each and every moment. We could say that God is a God of eternal moments. Eternal moments. He is, he is eternal, and yet he is involved in absolutely every single aspect of daily living. And he made this most well known to us when he stepped into this world. God, who is outside of time, came into time in the person of Jesus Christ. God, who is outside of flesh, the creator of flesh, took on flesh in order to come into this world to bring this vast eternal love into your life in a way that you can appreciate and that it can actually change you. This love of God was made manifest to us when Jesus Christ humbled himself and came into this world. And he came here, God of all time, who is outside of time, came here in order that you, today, this day, can receive the fullness of your forgiveness of your sins today. Today, you are fully forgiven and set free from all of that baggage of your sin. 
This day you are. This day you have new life guaranteed to you. What was done yesterday, what you did yesterday is forgiven. You have new life today. And this love of God is the love that sets you free for all of eternity. God is here for you today in order to remind you of this good grace that God has given to you through Jesus Christ. He's with you now and for all of eternity and every moment along the way. Now, I know that we're just kind of at the beginning of this day today. It's about 9.05. But in the time that you've been awake today, either the hours that you've been awake or for some of you maybe the minutes you've been awake, uh, just reflect back on this time that you've been awake. What can you rejoice in today? In, in the moments that you've had to be awake, what can you rejoice in today? Why can you rejoice today? Don't think about yesterday, the good things yesterday. Don't think about tomorrow. Think about today. Maybe just even the time you've been awake. Why can you rejoice right now? Maybe it's simply for the air that you have to breathe or the water that you had to drink. But you have the ability as a child of God to rejoice in absolutely every moment of every day. For me personally, I'm rejoicing this morning that I get to be here with you once again. I absolutely love and am humbled by this opportunity to proclaim God's love to you. I'm rejoicing for this fact. We can rejoice. We can rejoice every single moment of every single day because of God's great love for us. I think that I told some of you this story before. It's not necessarily a story, but uh, Psalm 118, verse 24. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I learned that psalm very well from an early age through the gritted teeth of my father. <laughs> it was during my dad's most difficult moments, probably when my brother and I were being sweet little angels, that my dad would often say, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. <laughs> this is, right now, in this most difficult moment, this is still the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. It's, it's funny and it's, and it's fitting and it, and it reminds me that no matter what, God is still God. He's still creator. His steadfast love still endures forever. It still surrounds me every moment. And that vast eternal love of God is intimately interested in the most mundane moments of every single day of life. Jesus has purchased not only eternal life for you, but Jesus purchased this day for you. Jesus and his death and resurrection purchased this day for you, this day, this day, for you to live fully forgiven and set free in order that you can rejoice and praise God and be glad in it and demonstrate to your family and to your neighbors and to this world this wonderful love of God Almighty. My dad loved this verse in the Psalms so much so uh, that not only did he ingrain it into my mind through gritted teeth, but also through a song that we would sing in church and in Sunday school. Now, some of you, are, you're nodding your heads. I was at the Bluffs this last Tuesday with a group of elderly people telling these, these words, and they knew this song that we're about to sing, all right? So I want to see if you all know it, too. It's called, This is the Day. And when I was a kid, we used to do it with different sides. And like, you have to stand up and sit down and sing as loud as you could. And I'm going to be super nice to all of you. But we are going to do a little echo here. 
So we'll put our words up on the screen. There are some parts that, that I'm going to lead and you follow, and then there are some parts that we sing together. We're going to do it twice through. If you know it, you sing it. And if you don't know it, you sing it. All right, here's how it goes. All right, you ready? Repeat after me. This is the day, is the day. that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it together. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. Now that you got the hang of it, we can do it really fast and nice and loud. All right, let's do it one more time. Here we go. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. Amen. Amen. We'll